You're listening to the On Call Impact Show. All right, guys, we are back for another episode of the On Call Empath, and I wanted to do a quick episode on five survival guides for Empath for 2022 and moving forward, especially with so much going on. I know a lot of you guys have been reaching out, especially the Empaths and, and highly sensitive people that might feel a little bit lost going forward. I mean... Um, let's face it, the world is no longer the same as it was, let's say, 10 years ago. Things are changing um, rapidly, and it just seems like everywhere we look, um, I mean, from going to the store to just going across everyday people, a lot of people are writing in, they are feeling it. And and it's not just, um, you know, people that are empaths or highly sensitive, just the everyday people with so much problems with, you know, inflation, money, political stuff. These are things that we, there's so much you can do to avoid. Um, and it, it does break down our overall energy. And so I wanted to do a quick episode on a few tips that works for a lot of my clients. I use this, um, and I feel like now is the time to just kind of really embrace, you know, these uh, survival tips that you know clearly, you know, work for for many people. But you know, just pick and choose and and see what might work for you. So before we start, um, I just want to let you know that obviously this is not medical advice. So with that said, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with number one. So one thing that I noticed that uh, I with a lot of empaths is they hold in a lot of their their thoughts. Um, they don't want to rock the boat too much. They don't really want to tell people how to treat them. And so one of the first things that I have to tell, uh, especially a lot of people that I do coach, is tell people what you want. Um, people are going to treat you how they're going to treat you unless you tell them how you would like to be treated. I know this could be very hard for a lot of empaths and highly sensitive people to speak up uh, and tell people what they want. But if there's something in your mind, you don't have to be rude about it. You could just tell them exactly what you're feeling and why you need it. Say it once. Um, if they need clarification, definitely tell them a little bit like, hey, look, you know, I, I'm a little sensitive around a lot of people or, you know, I have a hard time, you know, articulating myself um, in certain situations. Set that boundary up front. Let them know what you will, you know, take and what you won't, you know, just kind of put a, draw a line in the sand and let them know. And this leads to number two, be open to walking away. Um, you don't have to tolerate people that continuously have made that decision that they're going to be misunderstanding you. Um, a lot of people think that silence is weak and loud is, is you know, uh, strong. But I'm here to tell you some of the most uh, influential people out there uh, listen and they're silent and they get a lot more done. And, and that's how I am. I may not talk a lot and people might assume that, you know, that's, you know, I'm okay that. And so there, I mean, let's, I'll give you an example. There's a lot of people that are allowed to speak what's on their mind. They'll ask a lot of questions and they don't give a shit what other people think or if they're, you know, um, 
you know, inconveniencing other people, or maybe it's a little overkill. And um, with empaths, we tend to be more uh, to ourselves. We don't want to ask those questions. And maybe, you know, we might think like what, what other people might think of us if we, if we tell them what's on our mind, we might feel a little bashful. But I'm here to tell you that there's nothing wrong with being a little quiet, a little um, observant, because those are the people that I feel that are the, that could be the most uh, dangerous. And uh, unfortunately, um, society gives the squeaky wheel or the loudest person uh, a little bit more attention. But I'm here to tell you that silence can be used as a weapon um, as you gather your information and you just kind of strategically plan your move uh, two steps ahead of people. So don't be afraid to walk away from from people um, that might be uh, disturbing your peace. Always honor yourself first. What is your body? What is your mind telling you? You know, being right doesn't always necessarily have to be voiced. And um, a lot of times, um, I'll just let it go. You know, I'll walk away and, and I'll be fine. Where some people might want to give their you know, their opinion, um, get, get their opinion across and speak their mind, and that's fine. But, well, with a lot of empaths, we are opposite. We're fine uh, being wrong. You want to be right, that's fine. Have a good day. You know, I'm, that's the type of person I am. If you, If it's that important for you to make a point and be right, then you knock yourself out. But I'm not going to... Uh, give my energy without permission. Nobody could take your energy without permission. Always remember that. And all those mistakes I've had in the past have brought me to this point. So could I say that they were mistakes? Probably not. I needed to go through those things to be who I am today. So number three, um, block unwanted negative energy. This is included with news, people that might disturb your peace, people at work, family members, friends, anybody that might be taking that energy away from you. It's the only thing that with empaths and highly sensitive people, we need to protect at all costs. Nobody could take your energy without your permission. So that means if you're going to lose your temper and start screaming at somebody or really waste your time thinking about somebody who isn't really that positive and just irrelevant in your life. These are the things that, especially when 2022 and moving forward with all the stuff that we see on Instagram and Facebook and the news and all this negative stuff, I make sure that at a certain time I put down my phone, I turn off the TV and I just block myself from anything that might influence my peace. Uh, even at work, like if there's somebody that's really irritating or a family member, I remove myself. And that's something that you can you can kind of uh, set forth moving forward that if anybody takes your energy, you have the right to walk away without feeling guilty or um, you owe something. Number four, use your time away to recharge. For some of us, it might be walks, it might be um, journaling, um, it could be just laying, um, grounding yourself on the floor, you know, on the grass, whatever you need to do to recharge yourself. I know this is huge for mental health and not just 
any, you know, not just empaths. I mean, maybe you're just a person tuning in and, you know, you, you're having a hard time. Um, this would be definitely good for anyone when you un- unplug yourself from the world and be able to recharge. I think number four is very big, especially with highly sensitive people, because what happens is when we are unplugged from just the internet and just everyday people, we have that time to recharge. Now, when it gets to the point where you're just away from everyone too long, you want to have that balance. You want to have those key people. Um, and I have, you know, my key people and uh, that I reach out to other podcasters, other coaches that um, that I go to once in a while. They come to me once in a while I have my go-to, so always have your go-to plan, that one person that you can uh, go to. Number five is take care of yourself. Um, Find a safe space, um, whether it be your bedroom or a place, a park, uh, somewhere in the woods, um, anywhere where you can go where you can de-stress and just kind of collect yourself. As you notice, like all these these survival trips uh, that, that I'm going over um, all have to do with being comfortable being by yourself. Um, and there's a reason for that. And I feel that it's very important that we are comfortable being alone um, because the moment we start to reach out to other people, we are now relying on them. And that includes even, you know, uh, friends, family, husband, wife, job, because all these things that we rely on, um, if anything goes south, whether let's say you lose your job or your partner leaves you, we're left a vulnerable. So that's why I think it's very, very important that you're able to be self-sufficient Um, you know, you lose a job, you find another one, um, you lose somebody very special in your life for, you know, let's say that they're not good for you. They're negative. You leave them. Yeah. You're going to have that, that point where you're down and you're out. But if you start training yourself now of being alone, being able to, uh, be in those hard times away from people, even when, even if you're having a good relationship now and everything is great, start practicing being alone because I feel like that's like the strongest survival tip that I can give you. And and I want that's why I wanted to kind of make this this podcast because if you can be strong alone, you could be very powerful in any decision you make in life. And I know a lot of uh, people that are tuning in that. I do coach that have trauma bond issues that can't really function without um, a certain person or they need to be around people or they start to kind of feel paranoid or worried. And that's all good. I mean, I'm not saying just to cut everyone out, but it is vital that we practice being alone in our safe space, um, away from people to recharge especially if you're an empath, because what happens is if we're constantly trying to please somebody else or being around too many people, um, it starts to break wear on us and then we break down and then it, a lot of people spire into depression, anxiety, and things just snowball into a place where they can't get back to where they were. 
maybe you're listening to this, maybe you're you're going through a really tough time right now, especially with so much stuff going out in the world, not just financially, because um, I know like a lot of people financially are suffering, mentally they're suffering, their health. I mean, where do you go for, you know, some sort of relief? Well, it starts by being true to yourself, authentic self, being alone, being away, unchar- being able to unplug, putting positive messages into your mind, whether this podcast, reading books, um, going for walks. These are things that I noticed. And this is this goes for me too. Like I noticed I got sick um, like a week ago and that's why I didn't make that make a episode recently. But I noticed that when you're sick, you can't go anywhere. You're stuck in bed. And I was alone for a long time being sick. Um, I remember that I couldn't move because I, I was sick. I couldn't go for my walks. I couldn't exercise. I couldn't eat right. My whole um, world was kind of upside down, and I felt it. And that's how powerful this is. That's how powerful movement, you know, doing all these small little things um play a significant role in our mental health, our physical bodies. You know, I didn't, I didn't notice how powerful all of that was until it was like taken away from me. Because when you're sick, all you can do is just lie there until you get better. But I noticed within, you know, even uh, once I got better, getting back into the groove of things was so tough. Like just going for a walk was just, um, it was tough, like putting one foot in the other. And so what I did was I just asked myself, don't worry about next week. Don't worry about next year. Don't worry about the future. What can you do right this second? And that was to put one foot in front of the other. And that's meaning like one step at a time. Go outside, go for a walk, start eating a little bit healthier. Stop, you know, you know, now I can move, um, you know, when you're sick, like, you know, things are, you don't understand how things, when you're sick and things are taken away from you, you don't really, um, really take in consideration how grateful, uh, things were before you got sick because we take that for granted. And so now, you know, I'm thanking my body for, for giving me back my health, um, you know, I'm not coughing, I'm not sneezing, I'm not, uh, you know, having the chills and not being able to move like that sucks. But we don't, we don't take that into consideration. That's why gratitude is so important. Um, And gratitude alone won't uh, change your life. But I will tell you, it is a very important part that's underrated, especially for empaths. Um, I soon as I got better, I just wrote 10 things that I am very thankful for. And I know this sounds like, you know, you hear people say it all the time, oh, gratitude will save you and you'll feel so much better. And it just it's magical. Yes, it can be. But you really have to uh, mean it. You really have to do it consistently and you really have to feel it within your soul. You know, really be thankful for the small things that we have because, you know, now like when things are taken away, especially now in 2022, I mean, even for example, like the gas prices or whatnot, 
you know, when it was low, we didn't think about it. But then when it's high, you know, it's, it's, it's hurting us, like our banks, our financials, you know, when things go up, we don't know how good that we had it when, when we had like the low prices. And that's just an example. So all of you guys that are hurting, um, just know, hang in there. And that's why I do these episodes. So I will have more guests. Feel free to reach out. I am also doing more coaching sessions. Thanks for coming with me on this journey. And we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.